0: Welcome to another Overcome Show In today's episode I'm going to talk with TJ Clark Bodybuilder here from Texas A national level bodybuilder that torn his Achilles completely And had to be out uh, for some months Came back 15 months later and got second place on the national level bodybuilding competition Very cool story, a lot of insights, a lot of uh, hard work Let's get it started. TJ Clark, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm good, man, happy to be here.
0: Hey, thanks very much for taking the time to record this. Uh, I truly appreciate you. It's, It's a Sunday, a family day, so I appreciate that you are taking the time to record this.
1: No worries, man. Uh, TJ, I'm excited.
0: yeah. One of the th- the reason why I actually invited you it, it was because yeah, it comes to my mind that big injury that you had on your when you were training at that time. I think you were at destination, right? Training there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was your Achilles.
1: Yeah, I ruptured my Achilles tendon.
0: And and what were you, were you doing? Squat? What what were you doing uh, when you had? <laughs>
1: Uh, Do I have to admit it? Yes. Uh, (laughs) No, I was actually doing a a Ninja Warrior warp Wall, but it was at a kid's place.
0: Are you serious?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I had taken my son there, and we were playing, and I had ran up the warp Wall a few times. And um, actually, I was thinking it would be a good team-building thing, so I was going to video it, and I was going to send it to Greg, actually, so we could uh, say, hey, this is a cool team-building thing we could bring the staff to and then the time I video, that's whenever it snapped. So my did you actually record
0: the exactly moment that you have that ball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. so I, I
1: have it on video, so.
0: That's crazy. I don't
1: like to watch it.
0: So did you feel like immediately?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was a loud pop, sounded like a shotgun going off, and then I just went down.
0: Did you feel a lot of pain right in the beginning?
1: Yeah, it was pretty painful, um, and I knew right away what I did. I, was, I tried to move my foot, and it wouldn't move, right? You know, mm. I'm going through the motion of my foot moving, but nothing's happening.
0: So oh that wow! Tendon
1: was completely ruptured.
0: And you, and after that, you have to go to uh, <laughs> surgery, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I went in. That was on a Friday. It was Good Friday, actually. So how I, many? Uh,
0: how many years ago?
1: Uh, that was t- 2015.
0: Yeah. 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 What are you What are you prepping for any show during that time?
1: Yeah, I had just started my prep for USAs that year. So it was funny cuz I went to the um emergency room, uh er, urgent care, whatever right after I did it and I was like, "Okay, go get me some Chick-fil-A diet toff." <laughs> so I stress ate a little bit that night.
0: But were you like in how many weeks um in prep? I
1: had just gotten started. I was only a few weeks in, so it wasn't. Luckily, it wasn't like towards the end of prep, you know, two, three mm-hmm. weeks out. That would have yeah. been a little more devastating. But, um, it was but, still uh, tough
0: uh, But, yeah, of course, of course. Because how long you, you were out of the, the gym to, to work out? Um,
1: man, it's it took a while to get back to normal. Um, two weeks, the doctor said my job for two weeks was to sit on the couch or in bed with my foot elevated above my heart. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and then... It was a few weeks after that, that I got back into the gym and at least doing the upper body and doing, I would do my left side and my legs, Um, but I was on in a boot and on a scooter for about three months.
0: And um, uh, during that time, but I mean, I remember you going to the gym with the scooter and everything, but I think you were out, completely out for at least like a month, wasn't it? Were you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was about a month where I, I didn't do anything. and then. I wasn't supposed to come back to the gym when I did, but I, I kind of pushed the timeline. It was tough, man. It's physically it sucks, but it's way harder mentally, especially someone you know with what we do and how big of a part um, the gym is of our yeah. life. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, I'm feeling. I'm feeling that. That's why I I wanted really actually that's the reason why I I created this podcast because it was much more a way for me to. To listen to all the experience and and I know that yours was exactly on the foot, uh, so it's very similar to my I mean yours was Achilles my is, is something different, but it's still foot. I had to lay down and, and keep elevated, I all do the same thing yeah and um, and it was, it was it was it's extremely hard mentally to be able to just stop everything and, and your life changing completely
1: yeah it's very humbling, you know you go from you know me I'm an athlete. You know, I can. I'm strong. I'm fast. I can do all these things to laid up. Like couldn't do anything. Uh, it was hell to try to go to the bathroom. Like getting up and just going to the bathroom was a yeah, chore. Yeah. Uh, it, it was yeah it was rough. Shower. Hate-
0: shower. Also very oh, hard.
1: Yeah. yeah. I couldn't shower for a while. Um, I did like sponge bath, and then I I got to where I would take a bath, but I had to keep my foot, my leg elevated out of the bath,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I couldn't do that by myself. Because I couldn't get in and out of the bathtub.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So uh, it was challenging, and then you know I hate running, I hate it. I mm-hmm. do it sometimes, but man, that within that first two weeks, I would have done anything just to go outside and run. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Like I mm-hmm. said, it's very humbling. Yep. And you, you start to appreciate things a little more. Right. Whenever you can't do them.
0: Did you have? Did you have any uh, breakdown moment like to? <laughs> start asking those questions of why me, why now, you know, because I had many times, uh, that way, um, thinking about that, mainly when you do, yeah. mainly when you do it uh, how you did, because you, you didn't do, uh, working out, you did it with, uh, something completely out of the ordinary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know if that's better or worse, right? You know, you've,
0: I think it's worse, yeah, it was, right, because when you're doing, doing, if for example, if you had this problem working out, at least it was like, well, that was part of the workout, but it was always a risk. If I put in too much yeah. weight, something can happen, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, it'd be a lot cooler story to say, you know, I'm deadlifted 700 pounds and my Achilles
0: snapped Yeah.
1: But not at a kid's place yeah. playing with my son. <laughs> and what sucks too is I, I had the warning signs, you know. We do stupid things. Um, oh, did you? you know, what I do you mean? What do you mean? What do you Well, I felt it in my ankle. You know, I did it a couple of times, and my ankle was kind of—it just felt a little funny. You know, I was like, "Yeah, that kind of hurts." Um, and then, you know, I just didn't think about it. I was like, "Oh well." And then that next time, just pop. Wow.
0: And it went down. Did you, um, during this time that you were recovering, did you do anything special as far as uh, supplements to help you to heal? Uh, did you receive any advice uh, about, oh, take this vitamin D or this, this, uh, to help the healing process?
1: Well, um, Ben Pekulski, he was my coach, and he had told me to do PRP, platelet-rich plasma. Mm-hmm. Um, But my doctor was against it. Um, He thought it would help with uh, recovery, speed things up. Um, I ended up not doing it because my doctor advised me against it. He didn't want any injections or anything foreign going in there. He didn't want to risk infection. Right. Uh, So I didn't do it. Um, Supplement-wise, I didn't really change anything. Um, Honestly, I I did things wrong. Uh, You know, it's the mental thing. I kind of fell off the wagon there. Um, even with even with your
0: diet, you start eating like.
1: Yes. Yeah. I had a, a mental breakdown. Right. It was kind of. I, I was weak for a while. Um, you know. I, I didn't eat right. You know. Especially that two weeks, I was just sitting at home on the couch. Uh, and you know, I would eat whatever. Eat. I wouldn't eat my diet food. I'd just eat a sandwich or eat little Debbie cakes or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of eating my feelings. Yeah. Which doesn't help, right? Cause right. Then you beat yourself up because you're you're not doing the one thing you can control. So, uh, you know, afterwards you get a little frustrated. Like, okay, not only am I laid up, but now I'm making stupid choices. Uh, and it messes with your head. So you, uh, you kind of have to, I'm big on self-talk. So you kind of have to, I talk to myself like I do my clients, you know, mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, TJ, listen, what can you control? What can you not? Right. So yeah, you can control your diet. You can control your attitude. You can control your mindset this is done we can't change it so let's do everything from this point forward to make things better rather than make things worse
0: yeah but they i think that the great example that you just gave is that even someone like you that uh, competed many times in, in in national stage in bodybuilding been through a lot of preps trained a bunch of clients, has your uh your own gym you are also vulnerable to those situations where you're gonna you know feel like whatever, now I, I don't have control, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna just uh, uh, eat myself on this moment and, uh, and go off track. Uh, so Yeah,
1: absolutely, I think we're all human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't justify, it. that doesn't mean it's okay, but, you know, we all have weak moments, we all have weak times, and I tell my clients that too, you know, you're, not everybody's gonna screw up, but if you do, it's okay, let's just get back on track. Yeah. That's why it's good to have a good support system, too, that can keep an eye on you, and, or that you can confide in, like, I screwed up, man, I need, I need some help, I'm having a hard time mentally right now, and then they can coach you up, so I try to be that person for as many people as I can, and I really appreciate the people in my life that have done that for me, because it makes a difference.
0: Yeah, I interviewed uh, uh, Chip, your business partner some some, uh, weeks ago, and he also had a torn bicep. And I asked him, did you talk to TJ a lot during that time? Because TJ already had uh, the experience with the injury, and he said, yeah, we, we talk about uh, the, the the process, uh, but uh, yeah. I think for him it was a little bit easier because it was his arm, and he said that on, on Monday after the surgery, he was already back at the gym. Uh, the problem with the yeah. foot, the problem with the foot is that you have to stay with the foot elevated, so you really cannot do anything. That's that's my problem, yeah. and that's what that's your problem.
1: Yeah, and that's, you know, the doctor was adamant about that, that I... Especially those first two weeks, I can do nothing. i um, just like I said, lay there with my foot elevated, and and that's depressing. That's tough, you know. I, you know, for a day or two, I watch TV, and then I just turn the TV off, and I would literally just lay there and by myself with my foot elevated. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's when you get the mental breakdown. Then you know you start to do stupid things like eat junk or you know let your mindset go uh, the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. But I tried to work, you know. I tried to work from home and do as much as I could on my computer and keep my mind occupied. Yep. But it's still hard. It's it's a big It's still struggle. hard
0: because you are not doing what you like to do, which is work out. You feel like something is missing and you actually start feeling an identity problem. Because who am I? I I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, um, you know, I have good people in my life. I always have. I've had a good support network, like... At the time, um, Greg and Kyle they came by my house, and we had meetings there. So they would come to me for our meetings. Um, so I had a little bit um, of being social. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. Like everybody else has their life to live, so you can't expect people to just come over and hang out with you, right? Yeah, so yeah. for two weeks, I'm just sitting there, and you know, everybody's but, going on about their business. Yeah, but did you did you, did you, work you work
0: also work. feel like uh, that? Um that need to a little be isolated a, bit, a little bit? Because I felt at the beginning that I wanted to be isolated. I really didn't want to uh, see anyone or socialize. I just wanted to be isolated uh, for some time. Not sure if you felt the same yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think that's a depression thing, which is the wrong way to go when you're depressed, right? Mm-hmm. You need to surround yourself with people. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I felt the same way. I didn't... Uh, you know, it took me a couple of weeks to really want to do things, and then I was up and down, um, you know, I'd be depressed, and then I'd have that fight, and I'd be like, okay, I need to get up, I need to get to the gym, um, but I couldn't drive, I wasn't supposed to, it's my right foot. Oh, so it was your
0: right foot, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah.
1: so I, I couldn't, I wasn't supposed to drive, eventually I started driving anyway, um, and I would drive up to the gym, and I would drive to work, and just roll around on my scooter. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, do one-legged workouts and do upper body.
0: How long th- it took for you to feel confident in lifting heavy again and and start doing things with your right leg, where you like, well, I'm on. That's that's me again.
1: Honestly, I've never been the same.
0: Oh really? Um, wow.
1: It's, um,
0: that's, that cannot but, uh, be true, man. I've seen you lifting a lot of weight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, lifting wise, I got my strength back eventually. Um, and it, it was more the dynamic stuff. Because I like to do high intensity stuff every once in a while, too box jumps and sprints and things like that. Uh, and that's where I was scared. Because um, if you do something dynamic, I start to be explosive. I'm worried that's going to pop. Hmm. And I, I wasn't as worried um, about what I, the one I ruptured especially three, four, five months down the road. I was worried about the other one because a lot of times um, people that tear an Achilles they'll end up rupturing the other one because of compensation.
0: Right, right.
1: So right. Uh, I was scared of that. So I'm like, if I do this, am I going to compensate too much? Um, and when I first started back running, I had some of those issues, not with the Achilles, but um, I would compensate with uh, my left leg and I could feel it whenever I would run. Um, I started having knee issues, hip issues. So said it's i haven't well but this specific. is this is
0: more from the condition perspective uh now from the bodybuilding you know core bodybuilding training workout um when were you feeling like okay now i can do squat now i can do leg press again uh like like six months maybe yeah
1: that's probably about right uh, where i was doing some pretty decent weight um and i wasn't scared um, deadlifts and squats are, are hard because you have to have that flexion in your in the mobility in your foot to squat down um, leg press, I could adjust my feet a little bit, it wasn't as bad um, but yeah, definitely squats and deadlifts, you think about it for a while um, but my strength came back pretty quick, and it usually does
0: uh, what about people, size? because I remember your leg also, of course, shrunk a little bit because you were not training
1: oh yeah, it's the atrophy was really bad. My, and my calf is still about an inch smaller than the other one. Uh, even my quad doesn't have the development on my right side as the left anymore. Um, but yeah, the calf, it, it came back. The doctor said it would come back within a quarter of an inch, and it's still an inch shy. And I've done a, a lot of unilateral training. It just doesn't fire the same as, as it did before.
0: But what was your strategy when you came back? Were you like doing more reps for the right leg or were you doing more weight for the right leg, you know, to to catch Um, up?
1: I went to physical therapy for several months um, and that was good. um, But I didn't do anything, I wouldn't do, other than physical therapy, I didn't do anything extra. I just did things unilateral. So if I did, you know, even though my left leg was stronger, if I only did 10 on my right, I would only do 10 on my left. I did two plates with my right. I would only do two plates with my left because I wanted to equalize, um, keep everything the same. Yeah.
0: So you didn't really uh, reduce the intensity on your left. You compensate and do more on your right, right? You you try to do. Yeah, that's
1: what I would try to do. And I would just since my right was the weak one, I would do take that one to the max and whatever that was, I, I matched it with the left instead of you know because I didn't want to continue to push my left to be stronger Got it. Yep. and continue to stay ahead if that makes sense mm-hmm.
0: yeah that makes sense makes sense and and, and this process of uh, you know feeling almost even took like a couple months or more than that I mean of, as, of course you, you said until today it's still not the same but at which point you were like well it looked look good now it's not as bad uh, well,
1: <laughs> that's a hard question for a bodybuilder right because yeah. we're we're our own worst critic um like I said, it's still an inch smaller than the other one.
0: Uh, yeah, but... So, uh, six,
1: six, eight months, maybe? Yeah, wow. Somewhere in there, and then it was it, it was growing. It was starting to look... Was this
0: the reason it why it good. took so long for you to compete again?
1: Uh, well, actually, I came back in 2016. That happened in 15. I did a show in July of 2016. It did really well. I was one place out of my Pro Card at that show. So
0: so that was one year back in back one there. year in more than a year later right
1: it was yes 15 14 15 months later yeah because mm. it was april of 2015 and i competed in july of
0: 2016. yeah no this and that yeah.
1: it, it still affected my entire prep did you know a year later really
0: yeah. but we, in which sense on your strength or more psychologically that you not were afraid to push too hard
1: both i think i was um early on it was psychologically and then i got over that and kind of just decided to push through but there were times it just wasn't there um like on cardio on the stairs it would give out if i was doing like incline walking it would give out it would just fatigue faster and and then i would find myself limping or compensating which you don't want to do i didn't want to lead to further injury so i still got it done but it was it was there it was in my head but I, I prep differently uh, I would do smaller increments of cardio But to, but to, but to be honest Yeah, to be
0: honest For the problem that you had Which was a rupture on your Achilles And you, and you came back in 6 months That's a really good time Because I remember that uh, uh, Kobe Bryant When he had the same problem you had With his Achilles It took him 11 months to be uh, You know, uh, playing again
1: yeah, but you have to consider with him, it's it's a much more dynamic sport, like the explosiveness. Like I was saying, that was what I was more scared of at a, at a point. The weights it came back, the physique-wise, I could train it, but if you wanted me to go out and do a plyometric workout six months after it happened, that wasn't going to happen. Hmm. I wasn't about to do an explosive, you know, um, box jump or something. Like
0: a hit workout.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, um, during the the first prep, you were basically doing cardio on the stairmaster to not re- do anything crazy, right?
1: Um, yeah, I would just do walking, uh, incline walking, stairmaster, elliptical um, bike, yeah. But I wouldn't do any running or no no hit, because usually I like to incorporate a lot of hit mm-hmm. in my prep to a certain point, but. That prep, that wasn't an option.
0: On your last show, this which was uh, was this year last year? This, year. this year, yeah,
1: I competed in September.
0: Um, it was a better prep, you think?
1: It was a a really good prep. Um, it was a disappointing outcome. You want to talk about overcoming? Um, that's one thing I'm battling right now is overcoming that. Uh, just the mindset of it, the men- mental. Um, I went into that show feeling better than I've ever felt, mm. looking better than I ever felt. And it just didn't work out very well. Uh, my look on stage wasn't good. I did not place well. It's the worst I've ever placed. And that's tough when you go in with the mindset, this is the best I've ever looked, and then you place worse than you've ever placed. But
0: uh, why was that? Because prior to the show, you were you were very focused, and you, as you said, you were, Thinking that you were really good, it was on the day of the show that things are fading away.
1: Um, yeah, it. Uh, it's not an excuse. I hate to use excuses. Well, but uh, there is a. Ju- got, it's
0: not. A, let's let's use as a justification. What happened? You know, there is always yeah. the what. What happened?
1: Yeah, I got. I was sick the night before, the show. I had stomach issues. I was up all night sick, and I think the medicine I took, I think may have. Um, may have affected my water balance or something but you can watch pictures throughout the week and they progressively were better 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 and i didn't do anything crazy or different the night before the day of but the only thing different was i I started taking medicine because i was cramping so bad my stomach was cramping and hurting so bad i was i was thinking i can't go on stage like this wow Um, so i took some stuff for that and my look just went the wrong direction. So So
0: you uh, were not as dry as you were before? You think, (sighs) did you you lose dryness or it was more like fullness?
1: Both. Both. I think it caused me to retain water and I wasn't as full as I probably could have been. Yeah, it was, it just, everything smoothed out, which is crazy because I I hear these stories all the time I've I've seen it happen but it's never happened to me and yeah that last 12 15 hours it just
0: and that was national right that was in pittsburgh right
1: yeah that was with the north americans yeah wow it was frustrating you know i got um yeah i let's place worse than i ever had so and you,
0: and, and, and by the way you still look great on, on the pictures that i saw so thank uh, you as, thank as you. much as you are a a very self-critique and we all are in the the sport of bodybuilding but uh, you still look uh pretty amazing uh probably for the level of the the lineup not as much as the other ones right i mean probably everyone was sharp and it's a difficult oh, yeah. it's a difficult uh tournament for sure yeah
1: it was a great show it was the largest bodybuilding show ever
0: really it was I, I during the was during the show. pandemic the largest
1: yeah, I think there was over 1,700 competitors. Wow. It was crazy. Were
0: you in the master division or Open?
1: Uh, I did Open and Masters. And, and, you, and, and, and both
0: of did. you didn't do well?
1: Uh, no, I think I, I ended up with eighth place in Masters, something like that. And I didn't place in Open. Um, and there was 20, 25 plus in each of my classes.
0: Well, eighth place yeah, is not that bad in national in the national level.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, it is not. It is not. If you think about yeah. the amount of people in eighth place eighth eighth place is probably second call out, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was second call out. Yeah. Um, but whenever, you know.
0: Of course we go to we all go so we all I was, go to I was win. Second, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, to go from second place to eighth or worse it's it's tough especially when you go in thinking you're you're a lot better but I, that's just me being self-critical of course so
0: yeah no absolutely absolutely and 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 the the previous uh time that you were on the same stage was exactly uh, the first uh competition after the the injury right
1: yes yeah that was the last time i did a national show and i got second there. yeah <laughs> it's
0: crazy uh, isn't it because you just came you know after the injury and you got second place that's amazing
1: yeah but it's you know and i i usually have the mindset you know i i you know i had my little pity party and all that but um this is going to be motivation right mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna have a lot of drive in this next year and you know i'll do everything i can because that feeling i had on stage and coming off stage i never want that feeling again yeah so I'm going to do everything I can and I'm going to push as hard as I can to make sure that doesn't happen again.
0: But the, the so. at the same time TJ I think there are things that we don't uh, we just don't have control right right I mean who will guess you get you're going to get sick one 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 night prior to the show right yeah. I think that yeah. the same thing happened with Steve Kuklo when he, he was competing in San Antonio some years ago he got sick one night before uh, wow. And he was very flat on stage the next day. Uh, he said that yeah. he was vomiting and all that stuff. So it's hard. There are things you, you don't have control. It's like me. I, yeah, I got this. Absolutely. I got this injury. Doing, you know, the same thing that I always do and same movement, same everything. It happens.
1: Yeah. That's life, though, right? Yeah. You know, whether it's competition or whatever it is, you go in and you get laid off from the job. Uh, things you can't control. Yeah. So yeah, I think the mindset is important that you come back. Like I said, I. I had my time of like you know being upset about it and now it's you just turn that into drive and do everything you can next time and then if something out of your control happens it happens but you know i'll make sure next time that barring something happening i can't control i'm gonna i'm gonna leave no no choice in the judge's eye that i absolutely, absolutely. i have
0: no doubt about it now talking about overcome i know that Uh, You also overcome something different recently with this whole COVID and you just had your gym and then one week after the gym opens, COVID strikes and you have to close it, right? Uh, So that was crazy uh, because you just moved to this new facility, bigger, everything new and then COVID hits and you guys have to close. Yeah.
1: And we, we went through the construction period of building our new facility, which in construction it always happens this way it's longer than you expected so we kept having to push back our opening date and then we finally do get to open and like you said it was one week later they shut us down so yes. um, wow, that was hard but i'm i'm very blessed because since we opened back up we've had a huge huge response from the uh, community and our gym is growing at a rapid rapid rate um uh, the community at the gym is awesome the culture is awesome so I couldn't be happier
0: are you there uh, are you it. there all the time
1: uh, no I've actually been doing some other work on the side so um, I'm kind of back and forth um, like I do remote uh, you know I have a great manager in place um, she uh, Brandy she helps a lot um, if it wasn't for her I would not be able to go do this other other job and uh, do some side things like this but um, yeah, that's my staff is incredible.
0: So and it helps having
1: business partners too, you know. Yeah, but had, but do you uh, go?
0: Do you go there? What at night there? Do you, because you train, you train there, right? Uh,
1: well, I'm out of town right now, so I'm out of town. In and out of town a lot. So when I'm in town, obviously I'm going to train there. Um, well, I try to train there, but when you're out of town a lot and you come back, uh, everybody wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's another obstacle to overcome. Uh, but I enjoy it. I would never turn away my members and. My gym family uh, talking with me, but, um, but yeah, it's it's the only facility I'm gonna I'm gonna train at when I'm home. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, no, that's great. Uh, and uh, I heard that that you guys are also opening martial arts with uh, jujitsu, which is pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, we uh, we want to be diverse, you know. Um yep. We have uh, we have a lot of different aspects that we're we're shooting for, and we're you know we have a lot in the pipeline too. Um, but yeah, the martial arts. We have Jiu-Jitsu and muay thai, and that's kicking off on November sixteenth. So we're we're doing all the last minute things for that. Are you going to be there I'm for really the Are you going to be
0: there for the grand opening?
1: Yeah, we're going to have a big kickoff. Um, we have some people coming in to do some demonstrations and things like that. So that'll be fun. That's great. In the interview. yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Uh, uh, when I talked to Chip, he 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 was telling me about the amount of uh, new. Uh, members that you guys got after after COVID, he said that there was a time that there was a line outside. I was like, wow, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's I, cu- I couldn't believe the response. You know, we you know we opened up early before the state allowed us to, and honestly, I think that's the best thing we could have done because we got a huge response from the local community for that. A lot of people supported us in that, uh, and then you know. I've had goals, right? I want this many members in this amount of time. And this is kind of where I think we need to be at this point. And we've surpassed all that. I couldn't have imagined, you know, to go from in the middle of COVID wondering, you know, are we gonna make it? Mm -hmm. Are we gonna be able to open our business? Are we gonna lose all this? You know, everything we've put all this time, money and work into, we were close to losing everything. And to to make it through that and, you know, just the grit and grind to, to get through that time and then open up and just for us to be growing like we are it's it's a huge blessing so i'm i'm very very fortunate
0: yeah absolutely man well uh thanks for uh sharing both stories i think uh, both are great examples of uh, overcome and uh if you are in the dfw area make sh- or specifically in rockwall right uh make sure to yeah, make sure to visit legends fit uh, yeah. uh, which is located where highway
1: it's right off uh, Interstate 30, 1830
0: Interstate 30. Okay. Yep. And uh, it's uh, it's open 24 by 7 or Is uh, what is the the time? It's like uh, 5, five, five a.m. until nine.
1: We we're, we're staffed from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. But we're for members we're open 24 hours. Okay. So once you sign up, you get a key card. You can come whenever you want.
0: Okay, uh, including Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yes. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Well, um, Sunday we're not staffed. Um, but uh, members can come
0: in. And Saturday you staff on the morning, probably, right?
1: Yes, we're uh, ten to four, on, eight to four. Sorry, eight to four on
0: Saturdays. All right, great. All right, TJ, thank you very much, my friend. Uh, uh, stay safe, um, and uh, thanks for for joining the show today and sharing your stories. Thank you,
1: Yuri, and uh, you know, stay positive, keep grinding. You're going to come back better than ever.
0: Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Take care. All right, thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.